Hey guys, welcome or welcome back to another episode of Haiki Adulting. It's your host, Jada. How are you guys? I'm so, so sorry for skipping last week. Actually, I'm not sorry. I needed rest and honestly, my skin has just been doing its thing. I've, I've been getting back into my rhythm of things back home here in North Carolina. It's been about three, almost four months since I've been home, which is actually crazy. Um, my birthday is this month, aka in March, and we're just... We're just rolling with the punches. I think now that I'm getting into this healing, uh, this healing mojo, it's it's really unfortunate every single time like I heal, make a lot of progress, and then go back into a flare. It's almost like those setbacks that make me feel super just like I'm not moving forward, even though I know I am. It's really hard to see uh while it's happening while the flare-up is happening and i know if you guys are struggling with tsw or any kind of you know health issues or whatever you know that it's almost always worse when you just kind of quote-unquote relapse back into another period of tough healing even if it's not as bad as it initially was like my tsw is nowhere as bad as it was the first like three months but now that i'm here and you know i heal do my thing and then kind of set back a little bit that almost hurts more like it, it just hurts more um emotionally and mentally it just hurts but but yeah so I, i'm just trying to give myself more grace honestly it's it's really difficult to do so because now that i'm back home and not really worrying about so many other things i feel like i'm putting so much pressure on myself to just do more so i'm like yeah get a podcast up get a youtube video up do some tiktoks but like i haven't even posted on tiktok in a, in a cute second now um almost after that trip that we took to Asheville, i just kind of needed to chill like it was already so much you know what i'm saying like I just need to still remind myself that I'm still in this healing period. So yeah, I don't know. I felt like I needed to do a solo episode because I'm just feeling a lot of thoughts and emotions, honestly, and I'm just going to kind of use this as free therapy. So feel free to listen, but also I'm going to be answering your guys's anonymous questions and topics and things that you left for me to answer. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and tap into them and just candidly answer whatever you guys sent in. So <laughs> I'm excited and nervous, um, but it should be really, really fun. So let's go ahead and get into that um let's let's see what what you guys sent okay someone said have you ever been fired from a job and funny enough i don't know if you guys don't know me or haven't been here for a, a cute second you wouldn't know but i've never had a traditional like job um and honestly if i did i probably would get fired i'm not the type i'm not built to work for anybody else i i just i'm just not um and i don't want that to come across as like oh i feel like i'm better than people who work for people that's not true I just genuinely can't show up for things that I'm not passionate about. And I know that I'm built and wired that way. So I genuinely cannot get a job that I'm not passionate about. And to a certain extent, that sounds kind of like privileged, which honestly, I'm glad that I was brought up to to know and feel like the work that I should do should feel valuable. And I know a lot of people don't have, I, I don't know, I, I know a lot of people don't have the capacity to be able to just find something that they're passionate about and make money. I truly do believe that if you do set aside some time to figure out the stuff that you like to do, you can find some way to make a career out of it. And I want to really hone in on that because like while I'm young, I wanted to instill that in myself very young. I mean, when I was in high school, I was teaching dance classes on the weekends. I would charge like $20 for three hours, which is a really long time for a class, but that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to provide like a service here in Charlotte because I felt like there wasn't 
dance classes around for people who just wanted to dance and all of the studios that are around kind of like you have to be a part of the studio or you you have to grow up there and be like super little like there's not really drop-in classes here in Charlotte so I wanted to provide some kind of safe haven for that so I did like a three-hour dance class um on the weekends because I was still in school at the time and I charged everyone 20 dollars and if I had 20 people I made like 400 dollars and then I paid for the studio rent which like wasn't that much because I knew the the studio owner so honestly I found a way to make money and I found a way to do my own thing and I feel like I've always been just kind of wired that way and I feel like I still am and now that I'm home and not really having to worry about bills um, now that I'm not in my own apartment it's been really really awesome to just not do anything and just really focus on healing so right now I'm not really trying to find work even though I really really do want to do work honestly like I miss just working um I'm, I'm I'm doing a little bit of work I'm lying I'm still doing social media stuff and I'm working with social media clients here and there but I'm just I'm just really taking the low seat right now because I feel like the more I try to put pressure on myself to work um the less the less I will be focused on healing and the more I will set back and I do not want that to happen so uh, I hope that answers your question. So no, I've never been fired from a job. If anything, I'm usually the person to leave the job. Like if I find something that I end up doing and I just don't like it, I'm the first to go. So no, I've never been fired from a job and I'm pretty sure if I got one and I hated it, I would be fired uh, as of immediately. So there's that. <laughs> a lot of you guys asked about pickup lines, which is so odd because I genuinely don't know if I've ever... I'm I'm sure I've heard something and I'm I remember definitely in my like New York days when I would definitely be walking around the city all the time like I definitely would get pickup lines thrown all the time but I just don't remember any of them so I guess none of them were good enough to stick and I guess they weren't too bad to where I don't know the worst pickup line I've ever heard either which was the question so um yeah I have I have absolutely no clue do you have a middle name I do have a middle name my middle name is Tio Min Wen, which is really difficult um it's an Asian middle name my my mom's dad gave it to me aka my grandfather so yeah Tio Min Wen, that's it it's like a it's not even hyphenated it's just two separate whatevers um but yeah that's my middle name a lot of people if you do know it you you know it if you don't you don't but now you know <laughs> someone said any intimate hot takes think random or guilty pleasures um guilty pleasures mm. oh you guys know my gaming situation i'm definitely if you guys listen to jazz and i's episode i'm a i'm a gamer guys I, I i play overwatch like it's crazy and that's all i do that's all i spend my days doing honestly because i now when i have something that i'm doing with my hands aka overwatch and gaming and i'm so hyper focused on that like my skin goes away like i just don't worry about my skin and i need to distract myself from skin issues i don't know i i'm also trying to get into reading and i've been reading a lot more which is awesome i finished daisy jones and the six uh in two days because i wanted to watch the show which i've been watching and have been loving um so i've been getting into reading but the only problem with reading is that it'll only hold me off for so long sometimes like if my skin is really bothering me it'll only hold me off for so long before i get like irritated and annoyed so like i really can't just uh read for long periods of time because I just get so distracted so I literally have to be doing something as uh anxiety inducing <laughs> as gaming um where the stakes are like somewhat high so that I so that I'm like focused I guess not uh this is a joke and for legal purposes not at all true um but yeah I I do engage in a little bit of um 
uh, the plant, uh, if you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, I just don't want to say it on here because I don't feel the need to disclose, but I think you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, I just have to, first of all, because of my skin and it was just, it, I, I need some form of relaxation and, uh, sad enough, my, my pen broke, so I'm not even able to hit that when I need to, like, to numb my skin, but I usually only use it to sleep and also just to, like, whenever I'm watching a show or whatever, I just want to, I just want to chill and lay back and, you know, stay in my corner and, uh, smoke my plant. I don't know if that's, like, a guilty pleasure. That's just something I do, but, yeah, my pen broke the other day. I was on the way to a TCM appointment, funny enough, a a traditional Chinese medicine appointment because, if you guys know, I'm not going to any, uh, Western doctors right now to treat my skin. I am fully focusing on healing myself with how my body feels and just listening to my body i just don't trust going to a dermatologist right now because i do i don't want to be handed steroids so i um i'm just healing everything kind of on my own so i went to traditional chinese medicine and got my first consultation and someone that my mom knew prior so it's someone that we knew which was nice and i got in and got an appointment and i brought my pen out with me and it dropped and cracked on the cement and i didn't even realize because i was so anxious for the appointment because i hadn't seen anyone yet or since I started TSW, I went to a TCM in LA and it was actually really good. But while I was going through the very beginning of my TSW, it was just kind of not advisable to go to anything, to be honest, because my skin really needed to purge and do all of the nasty stuff that it needed to do in the first like three to six months. So I think anything that I was really doing, uh, treatment wise was just ineffective even though I felt really relaxed and whatever during acupuncture it just wasn't helpful for those first like couple months but now that I'm like more healed and we're in month nine heading into month 10 I think I think we're about month 10 soon um very very soon maybe in a week or so it's like month 10 so yeah now that I'm doing that I I wanted to go to a TCM here and you know just get some advice and honestly I'm severely dehydrated which is what she told me and honestly I kind of knew that um I was doing a process called NMT anyway where I was like limiting my water intake and all that stuff so that my body can just be super dry so that it can regenerate faster but I know that it is affecting other areas of my life um so so yeah I, I just kind of bounced over everything but essentially my pen broke which is annoying so guilty pleasure that and gaming and um yeah I don't really have any other guilty pleasures I don't think um yeah I'm trying to think there's just nothing that I'm indulging in or doing other than gaming and smoking so that's that's about it that that's my hot takes Oh, shut up. This is so funny. Okay, this is literally about Overwatch, the game that I played. Someone said, you mentioned you play Overwatch from the roster, male or female, seven minutes of heaven with who and why? This is absolutely freaking hilarious. Okay, let me see the character roster for Overwatch because I'm blanking. Um, But I think I have my answer. I'm sorry, the women are just cuter than the men on on Overwatch. Um, So I'm gonna go with... Widowmaker or yeah, Widowmaker's the dancer, right? I think I would go with with Widowmaker because she do be a dancer. Or like Symmetra. Symmetra's hot. And Ash. Ash too, but I'm scared when she pulls out Bob, so not really sure if if that's helpful. <laughs> um that's my answer. That was really funny. I, I really enjoyed that question. 
next question okay this one's really intimate and i never talk about this so i'm so sorry mom and dad if you're listening to this please don't listen to this um the question is has the sex changed with tsw i feel like a lot of people don't talk about intimacy and how intimacy changes when you're going through a skin condition as freaking traumatic as tsw and i think it's really important especially with those of you who are going through this who have romantic partners or or people that you engage with um romantically whatever sexually and it's 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 a rough topic because you're going through something so so vulnerable and very very excruciating and difficult and on top of that having to prioritize your sexual needs with your partner i'm just gonna say that i'm just so grateful to have a partner that is just so accepting of me and my body and of my condition um and i hope that you if you are struggling with TSW, um, have the same kind of support. You deserve all of that. I've grown so deeply with my partner that like nothing, nothing really, nothing really changes when it comes to that at all. And I'm so grateful for that because like the last thing that you need is to feel uncomfortable in intimate situations when you're going through something such as this. I do think my body just tends to get tired faster so like I'm just not I'm not down to just get you know get it on all the time but also like we're both living at home again like Chris is at home with his parents and I'm home with my parents so we don't even like live together anymore so we just kind of find our own time to to do whatever please don't listen to this mom and dad um <laughs> yeah but we find our own time to just do what we need to do um and we enjoy our time together and I think if anything like spending time away from each other has kind of given us the space to like for him to breathe because it was just a lot and him becoming my caretaker um was a lot in LA and if anything our intimacy has grown stronger because we just kind of understand like how important it is to see each other now and do all that stuff and like prioritize our relationship it's it's case by case obviously um depending on how far into DSW you're in because definitely in the first like three to five months it was a hell no like I was completely bedridden not down to do anything at all um but now as I'm like spry and uh having my my needs um I I feel like I'm just I guess I'm more more open to doing things again and and trying new things but also we're just I don't know we're just having more fun I guess intimacy wise it's not the biggest thing in our relationship you know what I'm saying like that wasn't what built our relationship so it's not really I'm not gonna say it's not important but it's not the most important thing so yeah it's definitely changed on certain ends but if anything it has made me so grateful to have a partner that I just feel completely secure with um I saw this TikTok a while ago of um I'm gonna butcher her name please no her name's Olivia Yoku Bonus I think um and she's freaking awesome I loved her content I loved watching her content and she was talking in her video about how grateful she is to have a partner that has kind of let her stop um craving male validation and I thought about that and I was like honestly I am I, I told my sister when we were on a drive one day I was like I'm so grateful for Chris because I think if I didn't have him I would be struggling internally with a different battle that I'm just not struggling with right now and that is male validation and honestly it sucks but the patriarchy still rules it does its thing so like us as women sometimes we're wired to do things for men for the pleasure of men and it's and it kind of sucks because like you know our our body our our package our visual appearance is something that is very very important to us as women and me not being able to express myself the way that I want to through makeup and through like feeling feminine and soft with my skin it's like it's completely done a 180 and I feel like if I wasn't in a relationship and as strong of a relationship as I am in right now 
it would be very difficult on me. I really do think that I would be in a worse spot because I would feel less worthy. I would feel less attractive. And that's already coming from someone who's just so confident. But this kind of condition that is visually, you know, visually very apparent and, you know, on my entire body is just kind of difficult to like feel the sense of confidence, you know? I mean, like I can fake it till I make it, but like, you know, like I'm always going to have my down days and not feel like I'm my best self. So the fact that I have a partner that just doesn't like, I don't care. Basically, I'm trying to say I don't care. I go out all the time now. Like I, I show myself in public. I don't care what men who's around. Like, I mean, there's attractive people everywhere. And if I'm focusing on me and how I look 24 seven and being like, oh, everyone's looking at me. Like, you know, like I just the, the validation that I get from my partner and my family and my friends is literally all I need. So like, I think it's just made me so so grateful and that is why I feel so secure in myself and so secure in my healing journey because I'm just I know where I'm at I know who's supporting me and that's all that matters and I told my sister I was like genuinely I feel like I would be in a really really deep hole right now because like you know like all we love to feel super feminine and attractive and all this stuff and when you just don't feel that and going through a condition like this it's it's hard to feel that and like it sucks to say but like my validation does come from external like my friends and my people and you know my partner now and if I didn't have my partner I think I would just not be doing well like I don't know but I guess I'm here to tell you that like you don't need that kind of validation and if anything your healing journey is going to solidifies so much in you and it solidifies so much with me like already you know and this is only month 10 and I feel I feel like a whole new book like I feel like I've learned and written so many pages and chapters of things that I didn't even know that I would ever experience but it has changed my life for the better and I just think I just think that I'm on a good I'm on a good path right now like when it comes to my relationship and everything that comes with it and my relationships with my family and my friends as well so yeah did I answer that question I hope so I try not to go too much in detail but but yeah okay next question is thoughts on religion and spirituality um this is a heavy heavy loaded question especially right now and I keep bringing it back to TSW but that's just the most prominent thing in my life right now so everything kind of circulates around that and my thoughts around that and having so much stillness and time to think about religion and my spirituality it has caused me to go deep into anxiety spells and depression spells because like I think I struggle with the duality of like wanting to be right so so bad and just this like little inner perfectionist in me that I'm like getting rid of um she's trying to go away (laughs) um I just the scariest thing to me and like you guys can completely disagree with me on this depending on whatever you believe in and I want to hear your guys' stuff so feel free to message me whatever but um when it comes to religion and spirituality I find that the people who make their religion or spirituality their entire personality and only that specific thing I think that like I feel like I just don't know who they are as a person and I this is no shame to anybody who obviously makes their religion and their spirituality like their personality because like I mean if you if that is who you are and that is who you feel that you are and your belief system then you believe that you were so so right then that's amazing. I just believe that from my perspective, when I'm viewing all of the different kinds of humans that exist on this planet, everyone from all different like walks of life, um, experiences, environments that you grew up in, and having certain religions just 
believe that they are the right the end all the end all be all i think that that's such a scary thing because then you just don't listen to other people you don't listen to other people's ideas you don't listen to what other people believe in and it becomes like a i'm right type thing and i just i get personally so turned off by that so to me i really i think that there's some higher power of some sort i do believe in a god i do believe in the universe what may have you um but i don't know what exactly that is yet and i truly believe that no one else really knows either i mean you can get these callings you can get these these channels these downloads you can get you know straight messages from the source himself but i i don't know i just feel some type of way about that because i feel like we're all just humans walking on this planet and this rock in space that is so magical and so amazing and divine don't get me wrong but like no one really knows so i i I find it interesting that some people are just so so certain like don't even give anything else a chance don't dive into anything else or try to learn anything else and you're just like set on your beliefs and that's why I just I get so scared to put myself in a box when it comes to spirituality or religion. It's been interesting growing up and trying to figure out my religion, my beliefs, my spirituality, whatever. But I think right now I'm trying to focus on my own personal relationship with a, a higher source, whatever that may be. And I'm okay with not knowing. And I think I have to keep affirming to myself that I'm okay with not knowing so that I'm okay with not knowing. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, I just... I I just want to be okay with not being right. I want to be okay with not knowing. And I want to be okay with everybody else's opinion. Like, it sounds weird because it's like, oh, Jada, you should form your own opinion, whatever. And like, to a certain extent, I do have my own opinion. I feel like I kind of know like what I believe in. But also it's like, I feel like if I'm so if I'm so set in firm belief on what I believe in, it's almost like I, I would just shut everyone else out. It's like no one else's opinions matter. So I find I find it really hard to box myself into something or try to pick something. Um, and it's because I don't want to pick something. It's because I, I feel like I have my own personal relationship with the higher source and with God and whatever. Um, and I'm okay with that. And I'm so excited to deepen my relationship and you know see God and everything around me and see the universe and everything around me and have my own relationship and i feel like i need to stop getting so deep into religion on tiktok (laughs) i'm on like all different sides of religion on tiktok and it's because it's something that i think about so frequently and i things that i'm always looking up and whatever um because i'm just curious i mean like uh, we all have the right to be curious it's something that is it's a really big part of our lives and of our human nature and how far we've uh, evolutionized to here um so yeah it's a really important thing and i just think that i'm okay with exploring and i'm and i'm okay with listening to everybody else and what they believe in because i find it so cool that like this is something that has brought us all here you know um but yeah i hope that makes sense those are my thoughts currently but i'm not gonna lie to you and tell you that like i know exactly what i believe in it's just it's been really difficult for me honestly um especially in the past nine to ten months of me sitting down and and figuring out like what what is this like is there really anything or is it all just made up but yeah that's that's kind of my that's kind of my thoughts right now next question how do you manage your life (laughs) that's literally what it says um how do i manage my life um right now i'm like i said i'm just kind of prioritizing my own peace and relaxation and my healing journey and i'm kind of okay with that you know and i have to keep telling myself that i'm okay with that because otherwise if i don't say that i'm gonna think that i'm a failure because i feel like again like i told you guys i just miss working so much i miss being a part of projects i miss 
directing shoots. I miss doing all the things that I love doing. And it doesn't mean that it has to stop. It just, I don't know, being in Charlotte, it's just not the best creative source for me right now. I'm really struggling to find my people out here. And it just sucks because like, I don't know. I, I've seen a couple of people. I've tried to message some people and like tried to reach out. And it's just, I just realized I just need, I just need things to come to me at this point because like, I'm just kind of tired of putting out all my energy with the little energy that I have with the, you know, with the efforts to try to make friends. But it's like, I truly have kind of everything that I need right now. I have my family, I have my partner, I have my few friends that are here and that's kind of all I need. I don't really need to go and do this big worldwide uh charlotte wide friendship search because it's just not it's just not in the cards right now for me i'm ready to kind of head back to la and head back and do my thing uh <laughs> in in my own little in my own little bubble um but i just i don't know i so i'm trying to i guess use this as just like a home sanctuary right now not necessarily like the place where i'm supposed to thrive in and that's how i'm managing like i'm not really thinking too far into the future i'm not really thinking too far into even what I'm doing every single day I just do the things that I need to do based on priority and when things are coming up and, and that's it I'm trying to make my life as simple as possible and for the first time that is something that I can say <laughs> I feel like it's just never been something that simple because I'm always doing this that and the other and I, I'm pretty sure even in my last solo episode I was like yeah I'm getting back into hikey adulting I'm making it into a community I'm doing book club I'm doing this and yes I am doing that stuff I'm just putting no pressure to do that stuff right now because I just, I do, it's not my priority. It's just not. And, and for once I am okay with saying that like, it's not my priority. I'm, I, I really do want to get back into everything. And even with Heike Adulting, I, I'm working with my three assistants right now. Even that, like I'm trying to balance that. And it's been kind of hard because I just, my skin has been taking a toll. It's been annoying um quite frankly so I'm, I'm really annoyed when I have to skip a week like even last week it killed me to skip a week but I was like Jada you're okay you're literally gonna live it is fine um but yeah I just I I, I want to put more faith and trust in my future and in my path knowing that everything is going to be okay because it is so even if I were to take off two years and fly off the grid and literally do nothing post nothing and come back I'm sure I will still make a career out of my content. So the more I remind myself that, the less pressure that I have to quote unquote be consistent. Um, because I don't know, I feel like I've always based myself off of like, be consistent, be consistent, be consistent, get that YouTube video up, get that podcast up, whatever. And I'm learning right now to actually not be consistent. And it's so, you know, like ass backwards because you know, that's what we all pr pride ourselves on is just being, uh, being disciplined and being consistent and getting things done. And, to a certain extent, yes, there are certain things in my life that I should be more disciplined about. Like, it's really hard for me to wake up in the mornings because of TSW, but like, I feel like I just force myself, like, I don't know, I just go on my phone and then I get, like, I get super anxious because like, I feel like that's all I can do, but I'm just, to a certain point, I'm just making excuses. There are certain things that I should be doing, but it's really hard doing because of my emotions and everything else that I'm struggling with. So I'm trying to, again, give myself grace but it's kind of difficult. I'm working with this another sense of duality where it comes down to me 
being consistent and being disciplined and like you know disciplined for my healing journey and whatever and just on the flip side not being consistent and not being disciplined and doing whatever my body feels like and calling you know towards that um and there's a fine line of that and I I think I'm trying to keep working those boundaries but there's a fine line like for example when it comes to food and stuff I know that there's some foods that will trigger my skin and I should not be eating that much of it so I won't and like that that is discipline in my in my opinion but discipline to me is also jada you've been you've been working today you did this thing that stressed you out and it was work go and play games that is your discipline you know what i'm saying instead of like forcing myself to work so honestly going through chronic illness discipline and consistency have been looking quite different it's not the same it's definitely not the same as when i'm able-bodied and well um and I'm not sure how long this is going to last because it's like, this is going to be my future for just a little bit still. I, I do have hope that like I will see exponential healing within the next couple months. So I'm not trying to settle in that. I'm trying to use this as like the deepest sense of relaxation and rest that I've ever had. And if you're planning on going through TSW at any point or you are on that journey, give yourself grace as much as you can. Because I know some of you guys are working and, you know, doing really difficult stuff, having kids, all the things. Um, but use it as the most deepest sense of relaxation that you've ever had. And your body will, your body will respond to that. Your body will thank you for that. So that's how I've been managing my life. <laughs> I got a lot of questions about LA. Someone said, when am I moving to Los Angeles? Someone said, is the pricing in LA bad as everyone says? Uh, uh, some people said LA, like what are the best, you know, areas to live in and all that stuff. I have, um, I have videos online on my YouTube channel about all things LA. So I'm pretty sure if you guys want to go and check all of that stuff out, uh, it's on my channel at, at some point. I think I have a video called how to live in LA or how I live in LA with no nine to five. I also have another video that's like LA, uh, things you need to know before moving to LA. And I really dive into everything on there, but I'll give you guys the rundown. Um, like I, I think I mentioned in my last solo episode that I just don't know when I'm moving back to LA. It's not a priority of mine right now and that's okay. Even though I want to be back and, you know, having my life back there, uh, it's just, it's just not a part of my present moment right now. So, I don't know. I don't know when I'll be up back out there. I don't know if we're going to visit. I don't know. I don't know what's in the cards. So we're just going to wait on that. And that's all I have for that. Um, pricing. Pricing is interesting. Um, it definitely is expensive. And uh, we're in a recession, babe. So it's it's going to be a little difficult for a bit. Um, I won't I won't say like I, I won't say that that should stop you. Um, it, it shouldn't stop you if that's where you see yourself being. Just know that like you're going to have to readjust and find ways to, to match income so that you're able to live the life out there. But it's so possible. I have so many friends who have done it. If you guys have listened to this podcast, you, you know that there's like a million people who have been on here who have talked about their journeys and moving to LA and how it was hard at first and whatever. Um, you know, you just make it work. You just make it work. Someone also said, um, what was the hardest thing that I had to go through living in LA? And that was, guys, that was TSW. Um, that was the hardest thing. And it felt, I've never felt so like isolated from the world when I was going through TSW. And yes, I had my friend support. Trust me, don't get me wrong. I was not alone, but genuinely I felt like I was on, on an island, not knowing which direction to go in. And that was so scary. Um, my anxiety and depression have scared skyrocketed in in a way that makes sense how could I literally not be anxious and depressed from this condition um I'm trying to manage and honestly I forgot to tell you guys I went to therapy for the first time coming back here like last week I think it was funny because like <laughs> I had been to therapy in 2021 
And then uh, that was right before I moved to LA, actually. And there was, I was just feeling super anxious about COVID and, you know, the worldly things that were happening. I didn't really have, I, I remember that was when my anxiety kind of started. It was with the worldly stuff going on and thinking about everything on a bigger scale, but that's kind of all I had to worry about. And then there a lot of personal things have happened in between then that I wanted to go to therapy again while I was here back in 2021 for like Christmas time. But I wasn't able to get in because they were trying to put me on a therapy plan and they were like, well, Jada, you're going back to L.A. like in two weeks. So we can't really put you on a plan because then I'm not like covered there or whatever. So it was really shitty because it was like my first appointment, too. And I had already spilled to them everything. And then when they heard like in my while I was telling them like everything that was wrong, um, when when they heard that I was going back to L.A., they were like, "Uh, Jada, I'm so sorry, but like I'm not sure if we're going to be able to to help you or treat you or you know establish a plan for you because you're going back and I was like well damn I just told you all of my deepest darkest secrets and everything that I'm going through which is really awful and you guys can't help me so it, it really sucked and since then I it's been like a year uh a year and a half and I, I haven't been able to get back until last week because I'm now here for the foreseeable future so I got in and I kind of knew the first procedure like the first <laughs> the first uh the first day is always them asking all of the questions like they just go into everything how's your eating habits are you sleeping this that that like everything and before she even started asking me questions guys I unknowingly told her my entire life like I was like I'm going through TSW I started going through this and, blah, blah, blah. and she was like okay and now you can breathe and it <laughs> girl I didn't want to hear that please um but but I did and I started crying and I just started crying so so hard because I was like damn like I've really been kind of keeping all these emotions in my body and unknowingly just holding all of this inside because you know there's this fear of me scaring my family and just not I don't know like I just want to show them that I'm okay and that I'm healing so when I'm at home I try and be as like to myself and like gaming girl as possible <laughs> um I try not to show all my emotions but like deep down I know that there are so many things that I'm worried about from like my future I just want everything to be okay it's hard to see your future when you're just kind of stuck in this moment so I'm trying so hard to remember that my thoughts aren't my feelings my my position that I'm in right now is not my forever like I'm trying to remind myself all these things but it's it's hard to do that in the moment so it was really nice to just kind of let it go to to a stranger I'm pretty sure she's scared of me now but um it's okay um she's fine um but but yeah I'm going back in sometime um before uh i'm sometime in april because they got booked up because it's funny enough my sister's therapist um left the um left the center to go do her own practice i think and so all of her clients are getting transferred onto all of the other therapists that are there so they're like super booked up so i went last week and can't even get in until like april so yeah she was like yeah if any openings like if any cancellations happen i'll slide you in but but right now (laughs) we're getting you in at april so so yeah, it's going to be a while until I get to go in again, and hopefully I don't do that whole spilling thing again, but that's 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 what's been going on. Uh, <laughs> ther- therapy. Uh, that, that, was, that was all that happened. Someone said, when was the last time you lied? Lied. I don't know. I feel like I don't really talk to anybody, so like, if I lied about something, it definitely has to be to Chris or to my parents or to my sister because I just don't lie about anything there's nothing for me to lie about um yeah like if I'm telling you like I can't meet you because I'm feeling shitty and my skin sucks and it hurts 
I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> I'm not lying about that. Someone said, do you have any plans of going back to New York City? I low-key miss your nannying vlogs. Haha. <laughs> That's so funny that you say that. I've just been going down memory lane, watching some of my old vlogs, even my like high school vlogs and stuff. And it's really nostalgic. And it makes me so sad almost because it's like the world was so, so different right before COVID. I felt like I was on top of the world. I felt like my life could go in any direction. And when COVID happened, I feel like life shut down. Like everything has just not been the same since. Oh, I knocked over my trash can. And I'm not sure if you guys can relate, but like genuinely there's just been this uneasy feeling in my body since COVID started and I'm just not sure. I don't know. I'm just not sure how I'm feeling about everything. It's it's been it's been an odd time to be alive, but I I miss New York City, guys, so so much and I hope to visit soon, honestly, because it was it was a prime time in my life. I I miss it and I I hope it's the same when I visit again. It it should be. Um, but I feel like it was just so ghost town. Like, I just, I can't even believe that it's back to where it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it really did come back, which is crazy. But yeah, I miss being a nanny. I miss living nannying. That was like a different time in my life. But I'm so excited for like new endeavors in the future. It's really hard to picture my future right now, but I'm just trying to trust the process. I'm learning to put more faith in the things that I don't know, in the things that I don't understand, in <laughs> the things that we will never understand. It's very difficult to do that for someone who wants to be right and to know all the answers. Like I was a math girly in high school because that shit has answers and it has things and concrete answers. I hated English with my entire body. Um, I hated it because they were just, I'm like, how is the answer D when like he definitely did this and this and this too. And like the tone of the writing was this and this, like, how am I supposed to answer that? And that's how I feel about life right now. <laughs> like I just, I just want to be more certain about things, but learning to just not not sink into those like wanting to be right uh mentalities so so yeah but anyways what does that have to do with being back in new york city guys i'm off topic i'm always off topic but that's okay but i definitely want to be back so bad i miss it you know, that was the prime time in my life and genuinely i get so happy watching my old vlogs and seeing how naive not naive <laughs> but like how young and spry uh, jada was in 20 2019 excited for life and excited for possibilities and seeing how she died after. Um, no, I am so kidding. I am not manifesting that uh, that energy. So yeah, life is just different. I don't know. But I, I do miss nannying. I do miss being in New York City. I, I hope that you enjoy my old vlogs if you, if you want to go and check them out. <laughs> Someone said, do you think you'd go live in another part of California instead of LA or do you plan to stay? That's a really good question. And I've talked to this with Chris a lot. And genuinely, I don't know if I want to go back to LA. I, I love it so much and I miss it. Don't get me wrong. But like, with the prices, with how it's looking right now, with the scene, with the acting industry too, like there's just no need to really be there. And I, I've been learning to enjoy like the, the not small town life, but just like suburbia. And like, honestly, I've been thinking, I'm like, honestly, San Diego and like the, uh, like Orange County area, like kind of looks nice in California, even San Fran. I mean, San Fran is super expensive, but but like just somewhere else that's just not LA. I've been really thinking about it because I love California. I love California as a whole and I want to explore more of California. So I'm really, really open to living somewhere else that's not LA, but that's in California because California is just beautiful. So I hope to be there. Um, I hope to be there to 
to explore and go see other places and hopefully find a love that's not LA because LA can sometimes just be draining. The energy is so draining. Um, yeah, this the spiritual energy is also pretty draining. And I, I, I know that even before I started TSW, I was kind of suffering mentally just being there. Um, not because of people or anything, but just because of just the energy. I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like I'm a very energetically in touch spiritual person and genuinely that energy was just frightening. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. <laughs> like I just felt so stuck. So honestly, TSW wasn't the thing that really took, I mean, TSW was the thing that really took me out, but before that I was struggling too. So I feel like now, funny enough, the juxtaposition of me being home in North Carolina, I'm more chill and more peaceful than I ever was really in LA, which is really crazy to say, but but yeah, if I didn't have this skin condition and I was chilling at home, I think I would be the chillest like person on this planet. I'm not even kidding. Like I would be so happy and just, I mean, not happy because I want to go and do my crap, but like I would just be so content, like no bills, no worrying about this, no worrying about that. Just, just being at home, not even worrying about a skin condition, like just being at home and having home cooked meals every day and playing video games. Are you kidding me? This is freaking heaven. But yeah, those are my thoughts on other parts of California. I'm very, very down, very open to going somewhere else wow another question do you find that LA has been bad for you mentally um yeah I don't know like it was just not good the energy was not good I, I was reading in my old uh journal entries the other day and just me talking about how stressed I was for certain auditions and all this stuff I mean look those are very little problems compared to what a lot of people are going through but I was just I was overworking myself so much and putting myself into so many projects and things that I didn't want to do saying yes to things I didn't want to say yes to because I, I felt like that was the way to grow my career. I was doing a lot of content. I felt like I just didn't like it. It just wasn't me. And I just feel like I'm just so much more me now, now that I am back in my my body. Um, now that I'm back in touch with my body and really caring about my body. Um, I also like stopped birth control um, at a certain point. It's been almost a year since I've been off of it. So even learning how to adjust my body back to not being on birth control uh it's it's been interesting and I'm so glad that I'm not on it now I just feel like a personal choice for me it's just it's just not for me it was affecting so much that I didn't even know it was affecting so I'm glad to be off of that but I guess just just going more into choosing choosing things that are better for my body both mentally emotionally physically like everything and LA wasn't good for that. Like there were so many things that I was doing, <laughs> like it came down to the smallest of things, but like even birth control being such a big part of like what I was putting inside my body. I'm just so much, I'm just so much more careful about what I'm putting near my body, the energies that I'm putting near my body, inside my body, like food, everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just very important to me now. And I don't think that I had time to ever prioritize anything. Um, health-wise because I was just focusing on everything career-wise and honestly you're never going to be able to balance everything who was it I think it was Shonda Rhimes she had a she had a, her uh Harvard wherever she went to school she went to an amazing school Harvard Stanford one of the big ones she did a college speech and she was talking about how she's never going to be able to balance everything she's like she has kids but like when her career is boss blossoming like some part of her her home life is out of balance and when home life is thriving and she's able to go to everything something in career is calling her like you're never going to ever be fully fully balanced so it's about trying to figure out 
how to be content in the madness and finding this inner peace that allows you to just flow through every area of your life. And I think that that's what I'm trying to find right now, now that I have the time to prioritize my body and all of this. And I think it'll give me just a better sense of how to move forward when I get back into the industry um, when I'm healed. And I think uh, another question was, what's it like being an actress with with TSW? And honestly, I'm not acting right now. I'm not an actress right now. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't picked up a script in so long. I we watched Judas and the Black Messiah the other day again for the second time. It was not the other day. It was like a month ago. Um, and I read the the screenplay with it and i i loved doing that i was like damn watching something come to life like from you know just the the words and the the directions like it's it's crazy and it was really awesome and i think i don't know i'm just not putting any pressure on myself to read scripts right now i'm not putting any pressure to become a better actor to get in class i'm just not doing any of that because i don't care i don't care i don't care that's going to have a place in time when it has a place in time so I'm working on all of the foundational shit of like being an actor aka learning how to process my emotions and learning how to empathize with other people and doing all the basic stuff that I feel like sometimes actors forget because we're acting we're just like playing a character but there's so much more to that there's so much more I feel like now I can interpret a character, even a really shittily written one, so much better than I so much better than I would before I started TSW because I just know so much more now. Like I I don't know. I don't know everything. I'm still learning. I'm still going to keep learning for the rest of my life, but I'm telling you guys, I was getting auditions left and right and yeah, I I I send it a good tape, but did I feel good about it? No. No, I didn't. I didn't there was a certain point where I just hated self-taping guys and like this is my career I should love it like this is what I should love to do but I think I put so much pressure on myself about my career and being young and being you know there and not wanting to let anybody down that I was just not having fun with anything I thought that I would just drill myself into work and do this that and the other it was awful (laughs) it was so so bad (laughs) and now now moving you know towards my healing journey and getting out of TSW hopefully as soon as possible um and wanting to get back into acting it's it's this desire of mine and I feel so jealous honestly watching like Daisy Jones and the Six and watching all these shows The Last of Us oh my gosh I'm like watching Bella Ramsey on screen and I'm just fascinated by how they're able to play this character and and transfer it onto the screen and I'm just like damn that's all I want to do and more but there's going to be a time and place for that and I'm so happy. I'm so happy that I still have the possibilities of being able to do all that stuff. But I think that right now, if I choose to not take this as the learning lesson that it is, TSW, I, I'm i missing out on how much better of an actor that I can be. So that's what it's like being an actress with TSW. It freaking sucks that I'm not able to do the thing that I love. I mean, anybody would hate to be going through this. I mean, guys, my my face was my package. Like, that was what I use for social media that's what I use for acting but right now that I'm not able to do that I can't really just force things to work you know what I'm saying like I can't force myself to to tape and do all this stuff right now and get in for auditions that's just so counterproductive so focusing on healing is how I'm becoming a better actor and that's kind of where I want to end the podcast I hope you guys enjoyed um I I want to do more solo episodes honestly I, I really do enjoy doing this and I think 
I'm letting go of the perfectionism type thing and just really trying to to voice my opinions and voice my mind for how messy and whatever it is and I'm excited to see what I end up creating in the future and end up pouring myself into in the future and I think that this time is really teaching me so so much so if you guys are going through rough times, just know it's not going to last forever. Know that you have a community supporting you. Um, my DMs are always freaking open. Feel free to chat. Even if I don't get back to you until like a month later, I'll get, yeah, I'll, I'll get back to you. I promise. Um, and yeah, I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for listening and I will talk to you guys in a future episode. Bye. <laughs>